Hello, welcome to Friends at <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Friends at Film Camp. I ain't ready. <laughs> I know, but I thought it would be funny. If we started while I was getting ready? <laughs> yes. Do you just want me to yell at you with this podcast? You seem like you're trying to poke every button. No! <laughs> First, you don't understand basic storytelling. Oh my god! And now you're trying to, like, after you said you... <gasps> <laughs> Welcome to Friends at Film Camp, the podcast where two friends got by the fire from our fun film perspective. I'm Julian. And I'm Luke. You good? <laughs> yeah. You're right. laughing a whole lot. Well, that's fine. Today we're talking about Come From Away. Uh, we're a little riled up because we just got done arguing about something completely unrelated to this show. <laughs> and she's laughing because she knows I'm right. No! Okay, what's Come From Away? So Come From Away is... A 2021 film released on Apple TV. It is a professional recording of the musical of the same name, recorded with primarily the same cast. Uh, it's, the musical has a very interesting history. It was conceived here in Canada, obviously, and was first performed at Sheridan College in Oakville through the Performing Arts program there. And it kind of just continuously grew bigger and bigger and bigger where it's been on Broadway for uh, quite a few years at this point. Uh, yeah, it's been on there for a while. It's very successful for a Broadway show, mm -hmm. especially one of its particular nature. Uh, the show's premise is about the town of Gander and the aftermath of 9-11 and Gander having to house a few thousand people. Gander's a really small town in Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Can't do the accent. Uh, so, me and Luke are doing an interesting thing this week and next week where <laughs> we are watching movies the other one likes that we have absolutely no interest in seeing. Well, once we expect one, I expected to like this one. We you did. hadn't seen it before? I, I've listened to the show's cast recording, but I've never seen the show before. Oh, okay. I had tickets to go for April 2020, mm. and then something happened. Yeah. So, I saw so many ads for this show on old-fashioned TV back when it was, like, first starting to get big. Like, I remember seeing an interview at, like, Justin Trudeau, like, coming out of one of the shows, and they were, like, talking to all these celebrities with the whole thing. And I just thought it looked really bad, and I couldn't, it was weird to me that it was doing so well. Um, so I never wanted to see it, but I also wanted to see it a little bit, because I was confused. Um, and I, I don't know, I was hoping, I was hoping and expecting it to subvert my expectations, but it was kind of exactly what I was expecting, and I didn't like it that much, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just found it kind of, like, pop. It looked like it was gonna be, I don't know. 
like almost like a lifetime movie or like a Disney movie and it's like like a Disney Channel movie and it's positive gooeyness and that's what I found it was which I, I don't know I personally find embarrassing embarrassing yeah oh, oh. it's so it's so like self-praising self-praising yeah that's because they did a good thing okay but then don't tell people about it if you want to be praised for the good thing you did it, it's not as it wasn't good made by the town of gander who was it made by it was made in ontario by sheraton college but there's still people, a very i think like it was made not by Gander. But Gander. There's, st there's still a very like Canadian in America getting along. Aren't we the best of friends? Like scenario that I just. Don't... I know. How dare Canada be nice to America after 9/11? I know. I know. I. It just is unappealing to me. <laughs> I don't know. I admit it's a little. It's a bit grinchy of me. I just, you know, it also isn't, uh, I don't know, it's not necessarily the show's fault in that, like, I knew from the previews that I wasn't going to like it, so I was hoping it would be different than what it seemed, than what it was presenting itself as, so I can't blame it for being what it presented itself as. Which I knew I wouldn't like. You know what I mean? I was hoping I would like it because everyone else seemed to like it and I didn't get it. Oh, I like it. It was good. I don't have a deep message there. Well, I don't I also understand have... why you don't like it. Like, is it just that it's positive? No, because I don't have an issue with positive stories, but it's just so, like... Heart intentionally... Trying to be heartwarming. heartwarming. Yeah. Do not like heartwarming stories? I like, um, I don't like it when they come across as distasteful. You thought this was distasteful? Kind of. How? In that it wanted me, it, it, it's like inspiration porn. Which I have an issue with. All, in, I hate all movies that are like, uh, uh, it's like a brand of movie, like, like, I don't know, like a cozy dog movie that's like, look at this dog who, like, loves people, and that's, like, the whole movie. I just find something distasteful about them. Well, I, I don't like it if it's about something kind of pointless, like, look, this dog went through a journey and now he's somewhere. Yeah. If that doesn't, that's nothing. Mm -hmm. But this isn't nothing. This is like a real thing. Yeah, but I do have a happened. problem with. From my experience of watching it, I structurally, I think that there were far too many characters and far too many storylines that they were trying to fit into it, which made it so that you didn't fully get into any of them, and they would give you these really large like story developments. I see the face you're making, uh, in like one line. Which is just, like, not satisfying. And I don't think that there was enough 
attention paid to the Muslim man story, who's experienced a lot of, like, weird racism and stuff. Like, if we had followed one person and had actually been able to, like, follow a storyline, I would have liked that better. Oh, yeah, I strongly disagree with you there. Also, there's only, like, so few actors, and they're playing a bunch of different characters, and it gets very confusing. I, again, strongly disagree with you. Okay. I had no problem figuring out the characters, because they always had a costume change. A very subtle costume change. Yeah, but a costume change. Yeah, but for what? It would have been better with more actors, in my opinion. I disagree. Okay, well then- Now, I know uh, you- not to interrupt. I'll kind of interrupt. I know you aren't a musical person, which yes. I knew going in, which I kind of assumed that would be your big barrier. Yeah. Because this show uh, really likes to use those musical, uh, I don't want to say crutches, what's the word? Um, I know what you mean. Like... God damn it, what do you mean? I know what you mean. Not structures, but... It want, likes to use things that musical use yeah. that in other mediums don't necessarily work as well. Because it's things, important things. context. This is not really a movie. It's a movie in the way Hamilton on Disney Plus is a movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a pro recording of a Broadway show. It's yeah. a very well-made one with very high editing. But that's all. That's what it is. So it's still using the tropes of... Uh, musical theater yeah rather than a film if this was a pure film that wouldn't be acceptable uh but i was fine with it it uses the tropes of one character or one actor plays multiple characters uh i never had a problem i thought it was masterfully directed like this was wonderfully directed by someone who was able to perfectly identify where how much needs to change to identify characters. I had and so you... many problems. And I don't normally have problems with stuff like that. I don't know what to tell I just you. found it really hard to follow. This is a, the directing for this show is award winning. So I'm, I'm surprised okay. that you found that sort of thing to be an issue. Yeah. But I mean, you're allowed to have that issue, but I well, never, I never once even got close to that. The combination of that and just the amount of characters. There's so many characters, and yeah. I feel like I couldn't get into any story because there's so many, and they're so they need to be so shortened because there's so many. I location change because our neighbors decide to be nosy. About party. <laughs> On a Saturday. How dare they? When you say directing, do you mean like theater directing or the directing of the the, the person with pointing the camera at the play? I am pretty sure that. Hold on, I can check. They're the same person. Like the. Film was directed by the Broadway director, so it's the same guy. That's good. Uh, so, yeah, it has like award-winning directing, and I would say the directing was award-winning 
because of uh, how well they handle having a minimal, a minimalist, minimalist, a minimalist uh, approach, where people don't have big costume changes. There's not that many actors. There's not because that the focus is on the story, even like a background crew. But for me, having such minimal actors took away from the story. I don't agree. Why? Well, uh, in in the context of Broadway shows always have limited actors. Like, musicals just can't have 50 people. Or not, like, they can't have a person for everyone in the show because that's just too many people. It's expensive. What about background? Like, yeah. Hamilton had a limited, like, main cast, but they had a bunch of background people. Should not have background people? But why? To help me! <laughs> well, helping you doesn't matter. Well, why not? Well, okay, that was wrong. <laughs> helping you does matter, but I don't think they would actually help. I think they just distract. Ugh. Well, I... I like, I, I understand what you're saying in that... It, you didn't like the costume, like the multiple character approach for actors. There, well, I think there was just too, there was way too many characters in my opinion, which I, 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 I know we're disagreeing on. But the addition of having so many characters, how many characters were there? Like over 30? With like, then every actor playing two or three of them, it just was a lot. And for my experience of the play, musical, yeah, nothing was like fully fleshed out, and nothing could be fully fleshed out. It was like telling me the bullet points of every story, um, and then moving on because there was more bullet points for other people. I saw a lot of similarities to this. Uh, something we watched was it last week? Paris is burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw a lot of similarities where the main, not like completely, but the main focus wasn't each character. Each character was there to tell the story rather than the story to tell the character. Yeah, but I didn't think the story was told very well, so that's not like... Well, you just don't like musical numbers to tell stories. I can. I'm not like inherently against them. I'm not a musical person. I won't like a musical just because it's a musical. A musical has to win me over, but they can. And many have. What? What do you mean, like, what? You hate so many musicals. Like, <laughs> I don't like bad a... ones. Name one. Just name Hamilton. Okay, name one more. Uh, The Little Mermaid. Name one live-action movie musical. Uh... I'm trying to think what counts as a musical. A musical. No loopholes. Okay. Just a blatant musical. I can't think of one. Chicago. I like Chicago. Okay, good. I I understand. I'm not saying... I'm trying to be very respectful right now. Okay. Because I don't want to fight. Why? I don't know. I'm trying to be nice. (laughs) Next week, you're going to... I don't know. I never experienced that because each character uh, 
they came in, they said what they had to say, and they moved on. They didn't want to keep you there too long. So I never had a problem that they were short. And that part of that is the just a thing you can do in musicals that you can't do in film. Which this is kind of not really a film. Yeah. So I'm fine with it. Uh, but yeah, you're allowed to just have shorter to the point stuff. Sure, you're allowed, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> Feel it was good. Okay. Song. I guess we can. I literally don't remember any song in isolation. Yes, this is a show that kind of feels like one continuous song. It's very. There's a lot of talk singing. Yes, that is true. It def. I that kind of goes to like it just kind of continuously feels like there's a one song type. Yeah. But there's a few. That... See, I would rather talk about like characters. So, one character um, who I did like is the woman who saves the family. That's fun. But again, I could have a whole thing on her. I didn't find character I didn't find most of the characters like uninteresting. But I d- I wasn't allowed to like see anything of substance, really. Like very lightly. I don't know. It almost reminds me of like a Christmas card or something. Like, it felt very surface level to me. I don't know how deep you want this to go. It's deep subject matter, and like... But that's the thing, is it's focusing on the story of the event, not the story of the characters. The characters are not the focus of this story. The characters are are being used as a prop to tell the story. Okay. Which is a very different approach. I guess But I think that's fine... Because then it puts the focus on the event, not the people. Because I think it would be a lot worse if we were, like, focusing on one individual person. Because then, if they were from Gander, it'd be, like, a hero story. Well, I find it's exactly that, by focusing on just the story. Because then it's very self-satisfied. And it's just talking about how, look how great everyone involved was in the situation. Whereas if you're telling a story, you get a cross this really interesting thing that happened without it being like look at how great we all were well in their defense they were great yes yeah, sh- like sure. they just, just did an objectively good thing and i don't know why me... you're bothered by them like the show saying this was just an objectively good thing it just seems There's, a little it's... like self-righteous to have an entire show talking about a good thing you did but they didn't make the show. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I just like if it's they also wrote very... the show. If the show was made in Gander for Gander, that would be a little like, okay, Gander, calm yourself. You did a good thing. Mm-hmm. But Gander didn't write this. Someone else wrote it for Gander. Mm-hmm. And well, it doesn't stop that. That's the vibe I get from it. Like I, I don't know what to say. They did a good thing. I'm fine with them saying. The show saying this was just an objectively good thing. Yeah, but if I don't... they made a show about the guy who like found a vaccine to polio, and they were like, "Hey, this was a great thing he did," 
I'd be like, yeah, just it's a good thing. Yeah, but for me, I need like a human element to it, like a story, a narrative that's going on rather than just like telling me the situation to make it more interesting and more like, like feel real emotional. If we had focused on one person, it would have been much more interesting for oh, me. Oh, I can't disagree. I have to disagree there. I think if you focused on a person, you would have a lot worse of a reaction to your problems. I don't think so. Because I also think the all of the, the other thing that's bothering me is all of the bad elements of stuff that happened are completely skipped over. Like, Well, the they're people... not trying to... They're not focused. First off, they're not skipped over at all. There are that they're not the focus. They don't spend time deal like uh I just think that would be a lot more interesting. Like all of the they had all these people from Africa, they said, on this bus and they take them to this like place and everyone puts on these military costumes and not costumes, but like um they're like Salvation Army uniforms to to be they're trying to be respectful but from the other people's perspective who don't speak english and don't know what's going on and don't know where they are that's a very scary visual that they presented so that's an interesting complicated thing of people trying to help and due to like not being able to understand each other and like different cultural perspectives accidentally scaring each other and making things worse that's interesting we just like mention it and then move on like, there's no time to let, let anything breathe or get into it. Like, the Muslim because man who multiple times got, like, re- like really badly discriminated against, and then we just, like, move on. Well, we tell a lot. It's, again, it's not telling any one story, which I know that's what you want from this. Yeah. But it would be worse for it. Because then it would turn into the thing you're upset about, which is either if it's someone from Gander... It'd be a self-congratulating thing because instead of focusing on the town, we'd be focusing on Sharon Uh and we'd be like, wow, Sharon, a whole musical about how great you are. Okay, Sharon. That'd be a lot worse if it's one person being told they're great than one town. But my my version of the story, because it already is the thing I hate. So you can't say, oh, that would be the thing you hate because it already is doing that. Yes, but I think it would be so much worse. Okay, I disagree because the thing is, in my version, is you can get into the more complicated nature of everything that was going on. Like we even mentioned a few times, people are trying to be happy, but it's also like this tragedy that's happened. And like people don't know. It doesn't feel like we do. It feels like things are brought up and dropped as soon as they're brought up. Whereas if you focused on less people, you could bring things up, explore it a little more, and then resolve it rather than... So it's not just a story of, like, everything was great and everyone was great. It's people were great overall, then there were some bad things, and it was complicated, but overall it was good. That's not... That's not what this story is. Okay. And I know you disagree with me very strongly on when judging a film. I strongly believe in trying to uh, judge a film based on what they give you. Uh, not watching a film and saying, 
oh, I wish they did my thing better. Yeah. Because you'll never be happy that I hate way. This, I hate this belief of yours. Well, it's a right belief. It's and it's not. very right in this situation because you're watching this and you're like, well, I just want to focus on this one thing. Well, okay, but the reason... it's not focusing it's not, on a character. It's not like it's I watch every... story. It's not like I watch every movie and hope for another movie. I watch a movie and if it's dissatisfying me, I think of ways it could be better where it wouldn't make me feel not good, you know? So it's not like I'm constantly stuck, like, hoping for something better. If I don't like something, then I start thinking about how I would like it better. So it's not like the movie is starting at a losing state. It first has to dissatisfy me. (laughs) What you want is a story that I know you would think is worse if you got it. Okay. I, because you you said you don't like how self-praising it is. You don't like how shallow it is. Yeah. And you would get all that because we'd have to spend more time focusing on our central char- character, but all these other characters would have to become even less developed. Well, you could have a few different characters, in most places, you have a central character. You have one character. It's very normal for a story. Just not having, a character like, character-driven story. Yeah. But this is not a character-driven story. Well, I don't it like that work. about it. It wouldn't work if it was a character-driven story. Because there was no one character that was more significant. Yeah. Any character-driven story, it doesn't mean this person's more significant than any other person. You're just following that person. I This would work with that philosophy. I think any of those characters could have this be about them. There's but remember, none stuff. of those characters are real. So you'd be focusing on a character arc based on a real event, based on real people's reactions, but you'd be creating a fictional person experiencing them. Like completely fabricated, I mean, you but could in delving in dead to their real reactions, you I, could. Do I don't that. think that's a very good idea. Well, I think that's a little disrespectful. They didn't even have to do that. They could have picked one person and followed their actual experience. But that was a decision on their part. I disagree with your ideas for this. How part. would one fictional person be more disrespectful than many fictional people based off of a multitude of experiences? I think the difference is that with the many fictional, you're telling the group's story through the char- the group of characters. But if you pick one person in this event, I don't think there's a person on this di- situation that was significantly more relevant or more worthy of being told their story so why that person yeah well that's a question in any situation that's the thing too they don't need to tell you don't need to tell the entire situation but they're telling the that's what the story is they're telling the situation not the character well i didn't like how they told it okay (laughs) so they should have done it differently if they want to please me well, Which they care. obviously don't care about, but this is our podcast, so I care about it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have no more words left because I don't know. Well, how it's to really respond. just a matter of opinion. It's like not this is my experience, and I didn't like that, and I found that made characters overwhelming, and I 
already expressed, I found. I don't know. The vibe's distasteful. You found it? Why did you find it distasteful? I can't I just find it too self-congratulatory. And I don't but like that. But they did a good thing. Like, this is sure. just an objectively good thing made 20 years after they did the good thing. Well, probably 10. Uh-huh. So I'm not sure why you're like, <laughs> you can't say that was a good thing. It's I, not, I, it's just, I don't know. I, I'm the type of person more like if I donate to something, I don't want, you know, like when you were at the grocery store, sometimes you can like sign a thing and put it up on the wall. I don't want to do that. It makes me feel icky. But they didn't sign, they didn't donate a dollar at the grocery store and get a paper heart. They took in 7,000 people after a disaster struck. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying how they told the story made me feel that way. Okay. It's not I that just, they I don't understand your it's not that objection they to being told, hey, these people did a good thing. And you're like, how dare you say that? I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying how they did it felt very self-congratulatory, where they didn't have any focus rather than how great everyone was. That's because they were great! Okay, but they weren't all great. There were bad experiences that we vaguely mention and then drop. And it would have been more interesting and felt less self-congratulatory if we actually explored the variations of the human experience of that situation. But that's not what this story is. But it that's is. That's an important story. I think that's a very relevant story it is what but story that's not is. what this no it's not well why do they bring this shit up then and then just drop because it because if they didn't bring it up you would be even more mad well yeah probably so they told they tell you and more the audience hey it wasn't perfect mm -hmm. there was bad people who did bad things but that's also not the focus of this story so we did our due diligence and we told you about it it's like a disclaimer it's important, but it doesn't make it the focus. And yes, if that was the only version of the story being told, that would be a problem. But there are many versions of the story told. So they do what they have to do to tell you. They tell you it was not perfect. There were huge problems. And they do focus on it. I know you want them to focus they on don't. it more, but they do spend specific time where there's a character and they say, this is what happened to me. This was why it was wrong. This is how I can deal with it. This is what people should have done. Yeah. They spend the time on that. I know you want them to spend more time. And I think that there's a version of this story out there that should be told with that. But this story isn't about dragging down. It's about uplifting your spirit, which I know you also hate based on this discussion. But that's what the story is. Okay, here's the thing. The movie we're going to watch next week which is one of my favorite movies We're ever. We're not talking about that Listen, movie. Listen, which is one of my favorite movies ever, and Luke doesn't want to see it. <laughs> I love it. It's literally like a cozy hug to me. That movie is also a very feel-good movie. So I'm not against feel-good shit. I just, something about this makes me feel icky, and I can't fully articulate why. Other than it feels self-congratulatory, and I don't And I can't like fathom it. why you are feeling icky from a self-congratulatory thing when they did a good thing. 
Because I think yeah, I, and I some think, part of it is diminished when you want praise for that. But and they, then Gander as, didn't make it. As a country, we go and we watch a thing talking about how great we are, and then we all relish in how great we are. I just think something about that diminishes the good deed in the first place. So you just think the problem is that we're Canadian? No. So what's the problem? <laughs> You keep saying what the problem's not. I'm trying to figure out what the problem is. I don't know. I can't fully articulate it. It makes me feel icky. Okay, then. I guess we're moving on because I don't, I don't know what to respond to. That's fair. To. I can't articulate it. It's, it's, it's a very personal experience. It just feels wrong to me. Is there any actors? Well, I like the woman saving the animals. Yes. Was there any actors I liked? Is that or what actor, you're actresses, I don't care. Any people or characters. Um, I hated how they had the lesbians be super duper straight and horny. That was weird. Hold on. We're going to talk about that. Uh-huh. I agree that this actress, who, uh, this is the actress who plays the female pilot. She sings the big musical number and she also plays a teacher. Yeah. Uh, and when she's the teacher in particular, although when she's the pilot, she has a husband, but that's far away. When she's the teacher, she's particularly horny. Yeah. And I agree with you. She does give off big lesbian energy. Yeah. Just weird casting. Or just have her be lesbian. Because that's the thing, too. There's a well, scene with the gay couple, which... They, like, break up at the end, and that was kind of weird, because, like, I don't know. That just frustrated me, too. But it's fine. Because <sighs> at one point in the bar, it, like, they, like, say, oh, we're gay by accident. And then everyone's like, oh, you're gay? I know a gay person. And then they're like, wow, this is the gayest thing. But why weren't any of them gay? Why did they all just know a gay person? Why couldn't one of them be gay, too? Because they were the only two gay people. They probably were the only two gay people. No, because everyone in that bar was like, oh, I know a gay person. They're already fictional people. Just have one of them be gay instead of say they know a gay person. And then we'll have more than like two characters in the like fucking 30 that there are. That was just weird to me because then they're all self-congratulatory of like, oh, this is the gayest town in Nova Scotia. Like have another person be gay. Newfoundland, then. please. <laughs> That's a big difference. Get that right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I let's focus for a second on the lesbian lady. <laughs> yeah, so I, have her be gay. Hold on. She's the one character who is directly based on a real person. Okay. So you couldn't turn her uh as the pilot into a lesbian. Because there's enough. there's a one to one, which yeah. is where her big song comes in. Sure. And that actress this is gonna bother you a little. <laughs> okay. But that actress was, like, the lead in terms of the uh, awards push and marketing. Yes, I know. She was always featured in the, the mm. previews. And she was the award-nominated yeah. for her performance. Which, I agree, her performance of Me in the Sky is uh, beautiful and wonderful. It's the song I told you this one's important. Mm -hmm. So, I understand why. She has the best song for awards and for getting emotions. Yeah. Uh, 
the teacher character could have been, uh, or they could have uh, given her a something, maybe a wig, <laughs> maybe a wig would help with this. I don't know. I don't know what it was. She gives off that lesbian energy, which her Wikipedia says she is gay, so I'll trust that that's right. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I understand why her character couldn't be lesbian. I think it would be nice to have one more. I don't think it was needed, but I think it would like it would have been nice in the way that I think it's always nice to have more. But well, I don't think it was necessary to have a third gay character. But it could have been neat in the bar uh, if one of them said instead of "I know someone gay," it's like "Eh, I'm bisexual." That's all I wanted instead because they have the line, "Oh, this is the gayest town," and. Newfoundland, I almost said Nova Scotia again. <laughs> just because you said that, have one more person be actually gay, not just know a gay person who we never see, you know? And then, like, that also leads into, and, like, you might get mad at me for this, but in this town, we had planes. What, 20, 38 planes, they said? A lot of planes. A lot of people from different places. And it seemed like we were focusing on mostly, like, American like English speaking people. And then there's like a scene with the guy who's the Muslim character. I'm not sure the nationality of that guy, but you get He's into Egyptian. the actor? I don't I'm just gonna trust that everyone who was playing uh a multiple ethnicities or uh a different ethnicity mm -hmm. was properly cast. Because in that scene, there are two women playing, uh, praying, and they're covering their faces to, I guess, avoid what they were trying to avoid, but it still was strange, which they could have solved with just more people instead of having... I barely noticed those two women, I agree. I don't know for sure if they were playing Muslim. Uh, based on their position, but that's like how they were praying looked very Christian. wasn't Christian, no. They were on their knees with their hands there. Yeah, they had the praying mats though, which is um. Did they Muslim. have the praying mats? I thought they did. I don't think so because okay. I remember looking for them because I got curious during those few seconds because mm -hmm. I saw the Muslim man did have a praying mat, so I thought they did too. I thought they might. And then I would know. Um, I just think another it, issue with having such a limited cast is that we don't show the proper diversity of the situation, which I would assume would be a huge element of it. I think having, uh, if they, I think they could have just had the women play Christians yeah. or in that scene. If they are playing Muslims, I'm still not a hundred percent sure just because I vaguely remember it. Uh, and I do know of Christians who pray wearing very similar things. I just from where I am. Wish in a with how many stories we're following in addition to that, we had someone who was like one of those people from Africa or something. I just think that would have again added another more interesting well, we element. We had one moment on the bus. I think it would have been nice to also explore that get those characters a bit more mm -hmm. later. I agree. I think that they're uh they wanted though the racist subart to 
be primarily focused on one character. Mm-hmm. Well, they do a shit job with that. I... Okay. I'm not gonna say no, because okay. if that's how you feel. Uh, I... I thought it was just important when we told that part. Uh, I think, like, with everything, it could have done more, but the show's full, so you have to cut something else out. But this is why I'm and saying honestly, there's too many And honestly, the thing characters. that I would cut out in this show, which you would hate, what? but the thing I'd cut out is the animal lady. She was the least important. She was cute, which was our po- the point of her scenes, was to give us a breather I from... Things. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's just cute because it is like a commentary on how animals are treated on planes, which I think is criminal and shouldn't be allowed. I don't disagree. So I think that is interesting. Like, she called people and was like, are there animals on that plane? And everyone was like, no, which they were blatantly lying. They didn't want to deal with them. They were just going to let them die. Well, I just don't think they knew. I think that they were naive. You're being very negative towards people who probably didn't know anything. And her, uh, what, it, she called she one person. She called multiple people. She called the she would have been calling she, people who had the reason to know. Else, why she would you would she be calling them? She called someone. They said, they said no, which is fair. And then she called, I think it's her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Whoever that guy is, he works at the air traffic control. Uh, and he's like, yeah, there's probably animals on there. I agree. Her sub arc, I liked her scenes. Yeah. She was always fun. And she was, it was good comic relief that still added to the story, which is a problem with a lot of comic relief. Yeah. Because she was able to have fun, cute moments with animals. Mm-hmm. And a lot of comic relief like takes away or distracts, but she was able to add. But in the end, it was the least important story. There were animals on the plane. She fed them. I also think that i guess this is just my consistent problem is that because there's so many characters i don't find anything that's like emotionally focused on as much as it needs to be but even just the inciting incident of 9-11 of the two towers getting hit in the show i was kind of waiting for people to react to it and be like oh like my god you know and i found we skipped past it almost no, we didn't. The whole ending song part is where they realize they never got a chance to grieve because they didn't have time. I'm talking about the beginning of the show, though. Yeah, but that's the whole point. Is they weren't, unlike everyone else in the world, mm-hmm. they weren't allowed to take the time to like grieve what happened because they had 38 planes on the way. Okay. They I weren't guess... allowed to come to the... So everyone else was, like, sad, but they had to get everything ready, so they had to switch to work mode. But when everyone left, because there's the scene with the mayor, he goes home, and he's like, and I just sat down and I cried, because I never let myself feel it the whole time. Yeah, okay, I guess that's fair. So they do address that. Uh, you want to know who I thought was underrated Ooh. in just, like, everything... The the woman whose son, uh, is a firefighter. Yeah, I thought her acting was the best in the show. Yeah, um, she was good. Not right. to dismiss the others, but uh, 
especially like when she calls at the end. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, the tears. Yeah. No, that was good. That was the only time the show got me. And I think it was just very simple. Like, they didn't make the situation more complicated than it needed to be. They just, uh, were, she was really sad that she couldn't be there to help mm-hmm. her son. And her son passed away. Yeah. From the tragedy. No, I agree. I liked her too. So, uh, you know who creeped me out? The so there's like this story with this Texan woman and this English guy who like start a love story. The English guy kept creeping me out. Yeah, weird. I got Hugh Grant vibes from him, which I feel like is just Hugh Grant vibes aren't bumbling Englishman. Yeah, yeah. Like they're very well used and they're a little overplayed. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I never got creeped out by him. Uh, Why did the gay guys break up? Uh, I, yeah, I wish that that was like the one a guy... little explored. I think the idea was, it was very briefly explained, which they should have explained more. So I will concede that to you. Like, the one guy was kind of annoyed before, right? Mm-hmm. But like, not in a way... Just in sort of, like, an emotionally grieving way, not in really, like, a way that's fair. But, like, it doesn't really have to be fair when you're sad, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, he was, like, mad that his boyfriend wasn't acting like that, basically. Uh, But then, like, he, but they 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 seem to be dealing with it for most of the show. Like, it's kind of brought up a few times, but then they, like... They briefly, at the end of the show, have a line, which I wish they had just... A conversation instead of a line mm-hmm. uh, where he says he was going to break up with him before this flight but he couldn't get to a different flight he does? yeah he wanted to he was originally going to fly to New York instead of with his boyfriend to LA oh. but he couldn't switch his flight like he's, oh. they say that in one quick line which then kind of makes more that sense makes more why they're sense. a little angry yeah. the whole time because he kind of wanted to break up with him yeah. But then something sad happened, so he didn't yeah. want to lose that current emotional support. Yeah. But I think it would have been more helpful uh, if they had, like, three lines instead of one. Yeah. But whatever. That makes I, sense. It I also made, just found... It was enough for me. I found they had, like, no chemistry. And I'm just so sad of gay couples with no chemistry. I liked their chemistry. I really mm-hmm. liked it, actually. I'm okay. going to be bold and say I really liked it. No. Okay. Really liked it too strong. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to I liked it. <laughs> okay. I like. I wouldn't say they were like super chemistry filled. Mm-hmm. Mostly because uh, Kevin, not the one that plays the Egyptian character, mm-hmm. but the other one, the one in plaid. Not gay. He gives off very straight gay energy, uh, which I is fine. Like, I I understood the dynamic. I just... Um, they were fine. I liked them. They had a good chemistry for me, but I can understand. They weren't great chemistry, but they were good. I liked how the characters were written together. Fine. Yes. If it was just the those two actors together, I didn't, like, feel like they were together. The Kevin and Kevin thing was really cute. Yeah. I really liked it. Don't hit me with the umbrella. Did I hit you? You were really close to him. Oh, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> you don't have to like the show, but you don't have to abuse me. You know, keep it open. <laughs> you can keep it open. It's fun. It's happy. I am sorry that I can't like it. Like, I want to like it. I know. I you don't say that. want to be a little grinchy lady who doesn't like the happy musical, you know? <laughs> but I, I can't, like, lie for that reality to be true. Okay. <laughs> oh, the casting. Yeah. I like the casting. This show could have easily cast. I don't know how else to say this. They cast people that look like real people and not mm. uh, Broadway pop star yeah. skinny people. Mm-hmm. Like They're not all skinny. I like the <laughs> casting fine. I just want more. But I agree with you that I like the people they picked did feel like real people for sure. Yeah. And that's partly because they were the people, from my understanding, that like were brought from... The starting show. That's fun for like, them. Like, they, none of them are Broadway people except for a uh, lesbian lady. She would have been brought in mm. later, I would imagine. But I don't really know. But I know a lot of them started pretty early with the show before it was Broadway bound. Yeah. And they followed it there. They've been there for a while, I think. In New York? Like, they've. I wonder if this cast has been doing it the whole time, because I haven't heard of too many casting switches. Me neither. But they, you, you mean, wouldn't hear about that. <laughs> you wouldn't follow. They are the cast though from the original previews that I saw, like a like a quite a few years ago now. That's my point. Is it seems like they might still be the same people, which means they've been doing it for like five years straight. Yeah. Which is very weird for Broadway shows. But good for them. They're good at the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know who I was thinking of? Who? Who was I thinking of this for? The teacher character who the lesbian played would have been really fun if she was played by the girl from Kinky Boots. The blonde girl. Okay. You don't remember her? No. You don't remember she reminded us of Rebel Wilson, but like Irish. Yeah. You I can kind of see her. She would have been fun in this. Kinky Boots is weird because I just don't remember enough about it, but I should. I watched it with you. I know. I watched it. <laughs> I just... Don't remember that much about it? I don't remember as much as I wish I did about it. Yeah. I know it has good songs, uh, but... This uh, show reminded me of Kinky Boots a lot, in a lot of different I can see that in some ways. Like, it's a very not theatrical story. Yeah. But it's told in a very theatrical way. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of all I think I have to say. Do you have anything you'd like to say? I'm nervous about Just next week. Day. I'm nervous about next week. Because <laughs> this most of this podcast is you just defending it from from my my meaniness, uh, and I'm <laughs> gonna have to defend a nice tale next. Well, who knows? Maybe I'll like it. Maybe also, you just spoiled next week's episode. I talked about it already. You didn't say the name. Oh well, we can build hype. Nope. A nice tale. A nice tale. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess we aren't really like secret podcast. No. I don't know. I unlike you, I'll go into it with an open mind. I did go the... into this with an open mind. Okay. I was expecting to like it. I was expecting it was gonna prove me wrong. Okay. I promise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep saying okay. I just think you were more willing. I just think you were willing to hate it more than I wish. Sure, I'm willing to hate it. Yeah, but I don't want you to be willing to hate it. Okay, I don't want to. I don't either. That's <laughs> what I said. Okay. That end? Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I don't know. I, I, I wish it had surprised me. And I'm sad that I have to be, uh. I'm sorry the marketing was accurate. Yeah. And, uh, just fairly described what the show was. How dare they? Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's hard for me. That concludes today's episode of Friends at Film Camp. Thank you all for watching, and we'll see you next time. Can't find it.